Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus. You are tuned in to the Lone Oster Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC. John Coleman. I hope that was a better effort from my friends out there in the uh, internet verse. That was a fantastic you. I try, version. You know, I can't just do it on command, you know? You're dressed as if, like, Paul Bunyan had sex with the Crips. Thank you. If That's... Paul Bunyan and Snoop Dogg had I, a baby, I shit you it not. would be John Coleman. Troy Holmes gave me shit. He was like, hey, what's up, cuz? How you doing? <laughs> and then Shirley looked like I walked past Shirley. was like, oh, like, yeah. Jack. I was like, That's why I can't. Yeah. But yeah I I'm just it. wearing this because I have no other clean clothes, and I got tired of wearing that damn hoodie. And... Uh, have you not taken your laundry over to your mom's house? I mean, I'm not still doing it myself. No, 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 no. Here's the problem. Once you um, wash the clothes, you got to iron them. And, you know, if you wash them yourselves, I'm. John, you have that T-Lop money. You got T-Lop money, John. No, you should, we you should need, have. A... No, we don't have no T-Lop money. This is a hobby, as you would call it. <laughs> It is a we hobby. Spend money on, we don't make it. It is a hobby. We have a lot of fun doing it. We spend right. a lot of well, money to make it happen. Right. right. Hey, if people wanted to support us, how, what's the best way you could maybe support I would us? Say tloponline.com. If you just visit that website, affectionately also known as the loan officer podcast.com, you can also find us at the loan officer podcast network.com. Uh oh. Just Look at you getting crazy like that. Something like Yeah, no, check it out. We have tons of content out there for you, not just this podcast. I don't know if you're tuned into Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, we thank you. Thank you. Please make sure you give us a five-star review and refer us to your friends. Yes. Share this. Yes. Or you may be one of the 8,750 oh my subscribers on YouTube and you like to watch us. Yeah, Same God. thing goes. Every single day. That's You just log on and be like, hey. John, we're going to hit 10K one day. 10K one, one day. And then it's going to be 30. It's going to be 30. Well, what's after 30? Happiness. Me being elated. There, thank you. That mark my okay. Timestamp. Yeah, Timestamp. Yeah. That after thirty right k, just stop. Okay. Yes. Right. But uh, and, but no, you can go on the website. We have a ton of content. Yes. And s most of it's free. Yeah. A lot of it's free. S some of the really good stuff, we ask for a twenty-five dollar monthly to donation. Yeah. Look, here's the deal. You can log in. Mm -hmm. You can consume all of it in one month. Yes. Or you can take and cancel. Or oh, yeah. Wow. You can cancel. Why? Except for one thing happens every Wednesday. Mm, every what Wednesday, we update the website with new content. I'm confident to say oh, that. Oh, what a tease. Wednesday. What oh, a tease. So gosh. you're going to try to keep me donating $25 every, every month, John? Wednesday, there will be new content, guaranteed sales tools, videos, both premium okay. and freemium, as well as, you know, as Dustin affectionately calls it, cherries on top, sprinkles with the whipped cream. Yeah, we got we got coaching launching in mm -hmm. a couple months. Damn, so We're talking about doing our first TLOP live event. This is growing out of control. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I talked to him about this, but if I can convince Renee Rodriguez that, that we will buy enough books, mm. amplify your influence. Great book, by the way. Maybe we can get Renee to come speak at the event. Renee's definitely going to come support us. How awesome would that be? Maybe Tim Davis. Tim Davis. Maybe Credit Christie, Mike Smalley. Uh, How Toby awesome Moyle. would that be? Toby Moyle. Maybe he's going to clear a calendar for February. Maybe Toby Moyle. It's on the record. Yeah. yeah. We do a little party in Orlando in February. We joke, but now that we said it, it kind of sounds like a full, like that's the it's a full slate. It's a full slate. It's a full slate. We'll have to get some more people involved. We'll get some special guests. Sure. Some, right? I mentioned some keynote special, speakers. Special guests. Yeah, some mega producers to come hang out with us. You Low never key. know. Yeah, right. I mean, we can't have Mike Smalley and Credit Christie be the only mega producers there. Mm, you know a couple mega producers, though, I think. I, I think I know one or two. 
Yeah. I would say this. Do any of your mega producers that you know, do they have, like, you know, any things that they follow? You know, any, um, I would say, daily routines, things that they... Oh, for sure. Okay. Like, like, regardless, right? Regardless, if you're Gwen Swain in Idaho, you're, um, gosh, I don't know, Jason Pike in New Mexico, mm-hmm. Danielle Anderson in Colorado, Brian mm-hmm. Kimball in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You could be Ryan Smith in Madison, Wisconsin, Damn. right? You could be... Corey Johnson in Jupiter, Florida. Shout out Corey Johnson. You could be Carol in New Hampshire. Shout out right? Carol from I mean, New Hampshire. There are like five, there's probably more than five, but there's at least five core characteristics that mm-hmm. when I sit down mm-hmm. and I hang out with those folks and we start talking shop, mm-hmm. which by the way, I always feel bad when our spouses mm-hmm. are around. Mortgage it's kind shop. of not fair. Mm-hmm. Like I watched my wife and I watched my business partner's wife mm-hmm. who They've known each other for 20 years. Amazing individuals. They are, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's my wife's birthday tomorrow. No, really? Yeah. Happy birthday, wifey, Shout tomorrow. Out birthday yeah. tomorrow. Although this episode won't drop till Tuesday. That's fine, but they can. But yeah. Also today, you mm-hmm. don't know this yet, but uh, Major League Baseball kicks off tonight. Oh, shout out. Yep. Atlanta Braves, the defending champions. Atlanta Braves tonight on national television. TBS. It used to be TBS. It's not TBS <laughs> anymore, John. Um, and look, Tiger. Yo, Tiger's back Tiger in the Masters Woods. with two broken legs. Who cares? I have a shattered ankle. I'll go win He's the like Masters. hopping out two broken legs, trying to walk it off. LFG. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, but, 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 but you know, it's, it's not fair when, when we all get around, we start talking shop. Right. And if we were all around talking shop, hopefully our spouses aren't there. Or if they are, they do what, what my wife and my business partner's wife did. They just left us. Yeah, two they literally rolled their eyes. Turned their noses up in disgust and walked, and walked away. Actually, they walked to the bar to grab another drink. But, hey. yeah. um, but when we talk, right. yes, if I because they're all different people. I named women. I named men. Mm-hmm. I named people that are in in various parts of the country. Right. There are different parts of their ages. Some are grandparents. Some are new parents. Some are never gonna right. not even old enough to have kids. Different parts Barely of their career. Different, different parts of their career. Right. Yeah across the board, but there's five commonalities mm-hmm. that I would say they all share. Okay. They all share. What are those? So, so let's just, so let's just do a whole show on this. Okay. And maybe it's a quick show. I think I maybe maybe so. it's a wham, bam. Thank you, man. Let's get out of here. John okay. type show. By the way, our last show straight fire. I know you're very excited. Str- general principles, right? For home, for home buyers, for realtors, for homeowners, for lenders, mm-hmm. straight fire. Fire. There's been a, literally a handful of times when I say handful, like four times, Dustin has been like geeked out after recording an episode because after every episode we record, he's like, that was shit. And I was like, no, Dustin, that was actually good. He's very excited about this past episode. So you should really tune in. And like, you know, you, you if you didn't go, go back because it is share worthy. Yeah, it's something that you want to share with your loan officer friends mm-hmm. or you want to share with your clients or your realtors or you want a reason to reach out to a realtor. Literally, literally, this is something I would use. Oh, my gosh. Like back in the day, I used to take stuff like that and burn it onto a CD. True story. Mm-hmm. And I'd mail out 50 CDs right. and with a handwritten note. And then a week later, I'd call all 50 people. Right. So, like, hey, did you get that CD? Right. You know, what are not literally we, free to follow? Yeah, it's great. Just share the episode. Yes, and that, follow that, up I don't again. even know what number it is. Uh, 200 something. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's in the 200s. <laughs> yeah. Might it's well. in the 200s, yeah. the, the low 200s. Yeah. But no, that episode was straight fire. I hope it has a, a, a great shelf life because it, it should. Yeah. I hope it's evergreen. It sticks around. I really hope that people use it mm-hmm. to to benefit themselves, their neighbors, or coworkers, to benefit their practice mm-hmm. when they share it with their referral sources. Absolutely. Um, you know what also is awesome? What is that? 
our new centerpiece. It's kind of not that new, though. I know, because you had to read it first. I had to read it first, but we featured it when, when we first received it. Mm-hmm. Then I took it home and right. I added it to the list. Right. Now that I'm like week two and a half or three into 75 hard, mm-hmm. this was the first book I read. I'm already on to my second book, which is The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Mm. Um, but this book right here, The Power of Habit, was a gift yeah. from Brandon Goldberg. Shout out Brandon Goldberg. With Fairway. From Fairway Mall. Yeah. Yeah, so Brandon, I read your book. Yeah. By the way, Brandon sent a note with this no, book. No, he didn't. He re- a handwritten note? No. Okay. It was a note electronically because he oh, sent okay. me the book. Okay. He, sent, he, sent, he sent us the book via Amazon. Fair enough. I thought, okay. okay. Um, but anyhow, the note was, this is the first centerpiece. We will determine the quality of the next centerpiece based on my results of the 12-week challenge. So that was like nine weeks ago. So nine weeks ago, Brandon Goldberg signed up for the 12-week challenge. He said, I'm going to do this. Okay. Now, I'm not holding him accountable. I don't know if his brother is holding him accountable or if he has any accountability partners. Mm-hmm. But, Brandon, if you're still tuning in, right. thanks for the book. It was a decent, actually beyond decent. It was actually a really good read. Okay. Full disclosure, it was not better than James Clear's yeah, Atomic let Habits. Let him know, bro. It wasn't better than Atomic Habits, but it was a good read. It was an easy read, insightful read. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good read. All right. Plenty of takeaways and tie downs and some really eye-opening studies that are quoted. Okay. And the author did a phenomenal job of doing a boatload of research for this particular book. Nice. Um, I know that because I thought I was two-thirds of the way done with the book. Mm. And I realized I was actually 90% of the way done with the oh, book. Big because font. the last 70 pages are all his footnotes from all the research he had to do. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it makes yep. it legit. But anyhow, Brandon, thank you so much. I did enjoy the book. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know how the 12 week challenge is going, and I hope it's going fantastic. Wow, what a shout out! And if it goes amazingly, I like Crown Reserve mm. for June 5th when I'm allowed to drink again because Crown. I'm currently, I'm currently Crown Reserve for my boy because he hasn't had a sip of alcohol since when? Uh, I can, whatever, 17, 18 days ago. God. I can. I wish I could go that long. Yeah, and actually, Crown Reserve. Um, I'm a big makers guy because I like to make old fashions. Let them know. Let yeah. them know the full. You know, let's have a, yeah. a flight. Yeah. Highlight is my beer choice. You know, don't stop. I don't know if you can get that at Cigar City. It's out of Tampa, Florida. Mm. It's an IPA. It's national, I think. Yeah, it's national now at this yeah. point. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Or you get it, you know, talking. Yeah, yeah okay. it's it's an IPA that's not fruity. I don't do the citrusy stuff. Oh, you don't like the fruity stuff. No. You don't like Ballast Point Sculpin IPA out of San Diego? Possibly Ballast Point. Yes. Okay, Ballast Point. Yeah, yeah, possibly. No, but it's too grapefruity. Yeah, the grapefruit one I'm is like, very eh, grapefruity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, nah. I can't I'll wait. Pass. The fact we dropped so many brands, at least one bottle or beer <laughs> has to show up. John, we're not grifters. We do not. We're not begging y'all to send us stuff. No, but, you know, I'm how about begging? But how about if, if if we end up in Vegas in September at that mortgage event that's supposed to go on? Okay. Yeah. How about people want to come out and party with us? Oh my God, the crab table is gonna be epic. Oh, that'd be lit. Well, we'd go to Aria. We can go to Aria and take down a whole entire table. We'll call it the T-Lop table. I'll oh put my it God. out there. Oh my God. Yeah, it's gonna be the the T-Lop table. When is this again? Uh, I don't know if it's actually been announced, but. I've been following this event called Mortgage Mastermind. Okay. It didn't happen for the previous two years because of COVID. Right. I'm hoping Stephen Marshall does the event again. Mm-hmm. He used to do the event in the summertime, but my research, the little bit I did, right. like that one conference call that I was on that was boring me, so I started searching the internet. Right. I saw that it was in September. Okay. You and I have it on our calendars for September. It doesn't matter. I'll still go out there. Anyway. Yeah. And right. we're hoping Stephen asks us to participate. If he doesn't, no big deal. Stephen, we're just going to bring a shit ton of people out there. Doesn't matter. To party and attend your event. And uh, maybe we'll get t-shirts made. This is like T-Lop Nation. That's amazing. We will now that you Kind of like you used to do for your family reunions. 
Did, did you ever attend yeah, one of those family reunions? Purple. The last one I went to, had, it was a purple shirt. Was it the Coleman or was it your mom's side? Some family I never heard of. I'm like, how am I related to these people? That's not in my surname. Um, one of those things, man. But hey, we digress. The top yeah, five. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> do you know how many people are listening right now? They're like, shut the F up and get no, to no, the meat and because, potatoes. No, because there are some people that would connect with at least one of the stories we told, whether it be the Ballast Point, the family reunion, some that, other thing we mentioned. There are, but there's people that are like no bullshit type people. And they're like, That's just fine. look, you know I'm not Dustin, tuning in to get to know, you know John what? Coleman. Then I'm not talking to them. I'm tired of appeasing <laughs> to the audience. We do what we want. We have to. All right, let's go. So today's episode are five tools, tools every loan officer needs all right in any particular order any particular order my friend all right i'm gonna try to do it in the order that i think is the most um stack rank these so you're gonna stack rank importance order of importance in order of importance yes okay. yeah you need a schedule backslash routine mm. every loan officer and this goes for just about every sales professional mm. you need a routine you need to become predictable in many cases, we don't want to be predictable, like the bedroom. That's not a place to be predictable. Mm -hmm. But in work and in business, you need to be predictable because you need a routine. You need habits. You need to create really good habits. Right. We did an episode year, years, years ago. ago. Wow. Years ago. That's what I said. We can say that now. Welcome to the adjective. You can yeah, years. we can say that now. Right. Um, two years ago. Right. Called theme days. <laughs> right. right. And theme days is nothing new. I didn't come up with it. I'm right. not that smart. Mm. Right. And I'm sure the, the person that I learned it from didn't come up with it because he sure as hell isn't smart. Mm. Um, successful. Yes. Yeah. Smart. Not so much. But um, theme days for me as a lender was a great, easy way for me to not have to geek out and do time blocking. Mm. But for me to understand that on Monday, this is what I'm going to accomplish on Tuesday. This is what I'm going to accomplish. So for me and again. I didn't teach this. I was taught, taught this. I'm not sure I didn't make this up. I was taught mm -hmm. this on Monday. That was the day I was going to come to the office and I was going to reach out to 20, 30 or 40 agents, realtors, referral sources that I already know. They already know me. I'm going to check in on them and I'm going to ask them who they recently met that needs my services because I'm planning out my week mm -hmm. on Tuesday. That was the day that I was going to do my pipeline review with my processor. And then I was going to go through my entire pipeline and call and proactively give everyone a status update understanding that that phone call, it wasn't an update. It was a sales call. Right. It was an opportunity to wow a listing agent and get him or her to want to meet with me. It was an opportunity to connect again with the referring realtor, the buyer's agent and ask them who else are they working with that need my services. Mm -hmm. It was an opportunity for me to call the title company and have the title company be so impressed that they could tell me of any files that they're currently working on that are going sideways due to financing. And maybe they would introduce me to the agent or the borrower and I could come in and try to save the deal. Sounds like a win. That, that was the purpose of my Tuesday. Right. Wednesday was the day that I was going to reach out to my past client database. Now, if you're brand new in this industry, like many of our listeners are, you don't have a past client database. That's okay. You do have a circle of influence. So Wednesday would be your COI days when you're going to reach out to your circle of influence, check in on them, see how work's going for them. Make sure they know what you do for a living. Make sure they know how you can help them. Ask you, ask them how you can help them mm -hmm. in terms of, hey, as it pertains to your work, your business, is there anything that I could ever do to help you promote what you do yeah. or help you bring value to your company? And then remind them what you do for a living. And maybe you ask them to refer you to realtors, builders, CPAs, or divorce attorneys or financial advisors. Mm. Thursday, that was the day that I was going to go after people who have never met me and I've never met them. I call them targets. 
So I knew when I came to work on Thursday, that was what I was going to do. This is my theme day. And by the way, I'm giving you guys the episode theme day right now, but I'm giving you the cliff notes version. Mm -hmm. And then Friday, quite honestly, the way that I operated, I took the day off because I freaking dominated Monday through Thursday, but that's not how it was taught to me. Friday was the day that I, I should be reaching out to other businesses. That's when I would reach out to financial advisors, CPAs, um, other business owners, if I wanted to network with a business owner, because there was an opportunity for me to synergize mm-hmm. and I could bring value to their business and they could refer clients or their circle of influence to me. Mm-hmm. So Friday would be the day that I would actually do right. that. Okay, so that, that would be the day I can make those phone calls. Mm-hmm. And then on the predictability, because I said that's the, the very first thing, we're all predictable. We all have a schedule. Right? Like when I work out, I know that Monday is chest day. I know that Tuesday is arm days. I know I take Wednesday off. I know that Thursday, which by the way is today that we're recording this, it sucks for me. It's leg day. Mm. Right? Like I have a routine. I have a schedule. Um, I have a schedule too. I'm predictable. I come to the office at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Kevin Murphy comes to the office at 745. Every day. Every day. But Kevin's gone by four. Mm-hmm. I'm usually not gone. I would love to be gone by four. In my perfect world, my schedule is nine to four mm-hmm. in the office. Because I know that I get up at six. I know that I'm checking emails at 6.30. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm running, swimming, or, or biking between 7.30 and 8.30, which is why I don't get to the office until right. until nine. But the minute I get, get in my car, I'm on the phone. Right. And when I leave the office, whether it's four, 4.30, five, or 5.30, I take one or two calls home with me. Mm. That's predictability. On top of predictability, I could never personally conquer time blocking. Right? I understand the concept. Mm. I think people should try it. But what I did do is I knew I blocked out 8 a.m. to noon mm-hmm. every Monday, meaning whether it's me as a solo agent or me with a massive team, everyone knew you do not book meetings or schedules. Mm-hmm. I got other shit I got to get done. Mm-hmm. I also knew that I do not take meetings after 2 p.m. on Friday. Really? Yes. The last thing I want to do is take a meeting at 4 o'clock and it runs long. Person mm-hmm. shows up late. I'm stuck at the office at 6, 30, 7 o'clock on a Friday. Dude, Friday when my kids were young, that was when I got home. All the neighbors brought their lawn chairs mm-hmm. out, got their coolers out. The kids played. We drank. Life was grand. Mm-hmm. Now it's when I want to get home and maybe Michelle and I want to go to dinner. Right. So I, I quit taking meetings at 2 o'clock because I had enough Fridays, mm-hmm. quote unquote, ruined that I didn't want to do it. Right. And just like predictability, when I was a youth baseball coach, I never had practice on Mondays. Because here's what I knew about Mondays in the mortgage business. That's my longest day. My longest day is Monday because that's when, A, I'm calling the 20, 30, or 40 realtors. That's when I'm having to recuperate from everything I wasn't doing on the weekend mm-hmm. when I was trying to spend time with my family. And that's also a, a big lead day because my realtors and builders, that's when they met the most home buyers who need to get pre-approved, who need to talk to a lender. So very well on a Monday, my wife knew also, mm-hmm. Make sure it's not, make sure it's your crock pot dinner right. that you're cooking. Don't make it the gourmet dinner because more than likely I won't be home for it. Right. There's a good chance I won't be home till seven, eight or nine o'clock at night, which is why I didn't coach you sports on Monday. Right. And um, I just planned for it. So that was, we all need to be predictable. Right. Question, I never thought about that. What days would you stack rank in terms of importance? Because now Monday is the most important for a loan officer specifically. Would you say like, hey, Mondays need to be Monday, Tuesday, Friday. If you're ever going to slack, Wednesday and Thursday is your day to slack. Really? Yep. Why is that? Because Monday and Tuesday are the busiest days. Mm-hmm. That's Those are the days coming off the weekend. When do people look at buying homes? They look at buying homes Saturday, Sunday. So Monday, Tuesday, plus you, you start your week. 
you do your pipeline meetings. Like you have just a lot going on on Monday. Your phone's ringing the most. You, people are tugging at you the most. You're preparing for that closing that may be happening Friday, mm-hmm. right? If you're preparing for a closing Friday on Friday, uh-uh, something went sideways. But the Monday, Tuesday before is when you're preparing for that closing that's going to happen on Friday. Right. Yeah, so whenever I was going to play hooky, mm-hmm. and hooky to me would mean um, my childhood best friend, Jason. Jason and I, um, the thing we have in common, besides longevity of friendship, <laughs> is fishing. Right. Like we, we both enjoy fishing. And he actually is the guy who kind of got me into saltwater fishing. Like I grew up fishing at the neighborhood pond, right. but he was the guy. Right. So back in the day, he has a really nice flats fishing boat. I would Wednesday's the day I could afford back in the day to not come to the office until 1 p.m. Mm. And what I would do is I'd go spend the morning with Jason. We'd get off the water by 10:30. We'd have lunch at 11. Back at the house by by noon. Mm. By noon, I was showered, work clothes, back in the office at one. Nice. So you could and, still. Look- I could I could do a one to five, mm. and then honestly, from about 11 when we got off the water. Kind of start work mode. I, at that point, I kind of get into work mode. Right. And he understood it. Right. right. And it worked for him because he was a cop. Right. So cops have that weird schedule where they work mm-hmm. two days, three days off, work three days, have two days off. We would just always try to work fishing around that that Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. So you still had a life, even though you're maintaining this. Ish. ish. I mean, ish. You take a career like this, you're kind of all in one. And people are like, oh, yeah, you work, you do this, you do that. And like, I how, how do you make the time? I'm like, it's just all what I do. Right. It's like, you don't. Like, I'm a dad, I'm a son, I'm a brother. Like, it's just, I'm all of it at all times. Right. Yeah, so. Okay. Um, and Friday's really weird. Friday could be dead in the morning. Like, so dead that you go and take an extended lunch. You may even have a drink or two at lunch. What? Yeah. My favorite. You may even, <laughs> you drink at every lunch. I do. Every oh, lunch. Actually, I went to, uh, yeah, oh, every lunch I do. <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to tell me a story? No, you- I, no, I didn't, I haven't, yeah, I didn't last yesterday, but that's irrelevant. Okay. I'm proud of myself. That's because they don't serve beer where you went. It's trash. <laughs> right. Where'd you go? Uh, Pepe's Cantina. No, we went. I didn't. Okay. I, I was. I was. Okay. Three days in a row for me is my they, limit. They must have not had Heineken on draft. You're like, oh, canned beer? <laughs> no, I'll pass. Um, no, but me too well. But <laughs> but on Fridays, uh, Fridays always funny because I would I would do that. I'd leave at 11:30 to go to like a nice long lunch. Mm-hmm. Get a bunch of people from the office, maybe get a pitcher of beer. Like, yeah, this is awesome. Right. Text my wife at like two o'clock. Oh my God, I'm gonna be home early. Right. She's like, Oh, this is it's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's... And then at like 3 30, my phone blows the bah, F up. Bah, bah, the text, the emails, the call, the office phone, the, the cell phone, the emails, the text. Mm. And it's like everyone decided, oh shit, what was I supposed to do this week? Oh yeah, right now. Oh, I had to call that lender guy. Hey, stop what you're doing. I, my problem is more important yeah, than anything it wasn't you're even working on. problem. It was like a whole oh, 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 yeah. Because they, too, went and took a long lunch at wherever they were. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And they, they, too, were trying to get out of the office early. But then they realized that someone had asked them to do something. And right. that something was calling me. Right. Yeah. So um, there that's we good. go. That's, that, that's number one. All right. Number two. Have yourself a damn calculator and know how to use it. Watch your mouth. I have an iPhone, bro. I was on one of Rocky's Facebook groups uh, last night. Shout just, out, Rocky. I wasn't trolling. I just, it, it, it pops up my news feed like Literally all the time. Literally the definition of trolling when someone says I was on a Facebook feed last night. That's the definition of trolling. But go ahead. I thought trolling actually had a comment. Yeah, but still that's trolling. I wasn't. Troll, I, okay. Yeah. Did I you comment? Snooping. No, I didn't. Okay. But, but these poor soon-to-be mortgage professionals or newly licensed mortgage professionals were trying to figure out the payment on a 15-year fixed mortgage. 
I don't have that button. But and they're trying to use like long division math. Mm. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, damn, they teach some really funky stuff these days Mm -hmm. because none of that made sense. Nothing. And I, but you know, look, I learned this business 18 years ago. It's a long time. I just, because I wasn't taught that doesn't mean that's not how they're teaching it today. And it it may be that's how they're being tested. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't one to comment, but I did get out my HP 12 C and I ran the numbers. I'm like, yeah, they're wrong. Oh, <laughs> really? So you found I didn't comment. Okay. I didn't comment. That's not my place to comment. You're a silent creeper. <laughs> that wasn't my place to comment. <laughs> okay. But every solid mortgage professional that I know, they have a financial calculator and they know how to use it. You better know how to run an amortized payment on your calculator. Now, there's some that are like super geeky with their financial calculators, the Mike Smalley's and Ben Davis's of the world. Mm-hmm. Ben Davis can tell you, John, based on your birthday, what day that was. Right, Monday, yeah, Tuesday, yeah, Wednesday. Like, yeah, he, yeah. yeah, like he's that good. Right. Mike Smalley can use his financial calculator and, and tell you of uh, how much of your payment went to principal, how much went to interest. Mm-hmm. I need an amortization schedule for that. That's mm-hmm. when I go to my friend Google right. and I type in, true story, amortization calculator. Right. And I, I, I do I do it. I do the, the, the payment and I click the button that says show the AM schedule. How dare you? And boom, there it is. X goes to principal, X goes to, to, to interest. And I watch how the interest goes down and the principal goes up the further I can get along my schedule. There you go. Right? The more months I pay, the less goes to interest, more goes to principal. Yep. So but have a calculator, know how to use it. Now, if you if you're new age, if you're next gen, by the mm-hmm. way, if you're next gen, I'm fine if you have the HP twelve C app. On your iPhone, because you can do that, Dustin. If you really feel passionate about it, if there's some, if you need to press a button, like physically, if you need, do you like the calculator? Do you like pressing? Love the, button? the buttons. Then say it. There's a thing haptics to it. If you need to physically press a button yeah. and you'll get better yeah. at it than rather pressing a flat screen, I think there's yeah. a thing. So tell the people, get a damn calculator. Get a get damn re- calculator, and they're way cheaper. When I when I when I got into the business and I had to go buy my own. By the way, I didn't have like a pot to piss in, like monetarily wise. <laughs> And they're like, oh, all you need is a calculator. I'm like, I'll go buy a calculator. It's like $120 at Office Depot. I was like, damn. I don't need that TI-85 with drug wars on it from Well, It's it's about like that, but it's an (laughs) HP-12C. Right. Um, now I think you can pick them up forty to sixty bucks. You can buy them, you know, certified pre-owned. But all of that. Right. But you would say, get a calculator. Get a calculator. I own two. Literally, one's in my car. And one's at the office. I Dustin be showing up to like mortgage school and has he runs payments on his calculator. I, I. I, I show up to recruit meetings. I show up to executive board meetings. No, you don't. I, yes, with my water bottle, my cell phone, and, and HP. my HP 12C. Yes. And I hope to God that someone has a pad of paper and a pen because I'm that guy that never <laughs> brings it, but I want it. Right. And I don't normally do anything besides doodle mm-hmm. on it. Right. Occasionally, I'll write down some notes. Right. Usually, what I do is I write down questions I want to ask mm-hmm. or, or ideas so that I don't forget them. Right. But yes, my HP 12C is on me 24-7. It literally is. I can vouch for him. It's All right. no bullshit. Number three. Number three. You need to know what's going on in the market. And by the market, economically, what is happening in our country and also geopolitically? What is going on? How does that impact the economy? What does it mean if we go into a recession? Is that bad for housing? Is it good for housing or is it indifferent? What does it mean if inflation is high? Is that good for rates? Is that bad for rates? What's going on in the mortgage-backed security market? Is the bond market up? Is the bond market down? If the bond market's up, does that mean that rates are up or does that mean rates are going down? 
By the way, if the bond market is up, then rates are going down. If the bond market is down, rates are going up. But you need to know why that inverse correlation works. You need to subscribe to an economic service that allows you to follow not just the bond market, but the mortgage-backed security market, right? The MBS market you need to follow. And you don't have to geek out and go to MBS Highway and do their certified mortgage advisor program. I would recommend it. Anyone who's two plus years in the mortgage business and they, you feel like you're deficient in understanding basic economic principles and the bond market and how that correlates to interest rates, spend the money, right? Spend the money. It's not cheap, but spend it. Um, you can subscribe to MBS Highway's monthly service. I think, I don't know, it's like 70, 80, 90 bucks a month. Again, not cheap, but I promise you, if you just start subscribing and you listen to every other update they have, if you mm -hmm. just click through their website occasionally throughout each week and you you read what you can read and you pick up what you can pick up, if you do it long enough, you'll start getting better. You'll start It'll start resonating a little bit more with you. But here's where that $1,000 a year that's going to cost you comes into to play. When you have a conversation with somebody, they hear your confidence when you start speaking. And then they also, they understand that you're having a conversation. It doesn't sound like the other lender they talked to. It doesn't sound like when I called that internet lender that just laid off another 900 people, right? right? It's, it, it's a different conversation. And what'll happen is you are going to be that frog that gets boiled where the water starts cold. You won't even recognize it. Mm -hmm. You won't even recognize how good you're becoming. So I would tell you, you subscribe to a service. It doesn't have to be MBS Highway. I love following Dan Rowich on Facebook. Mm -hmm. R-A-W-I-T-C-H. Shout out Dan Rowich. Shout out, I don't even know Dan. Dan, I, I, if someone's listening and they know Dan, tell him I said thank you. Thank you. Tell him I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. I really do want to take, he has some kind of a course where he teaches investors how to invest. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to do it. Would you like to interview Dan on the podcast? I would that? love to interview Dan. I think Dan's out in California, though. Sounds we're, like we're, we're in Orlando. So, hey, Dan, if you want to come, you know, visit Universal, Mickey Mouse, or Kennedy Space Center. I'd love to have you. We'd love to to, to, to interview you. But um, you can follow Dan on, on Facebook. He's a part of the Mortgage Coach community, which might get to my next. Okay. Um, and then there's also other free services that you can follow what's going on. Bloomberg.com. Right. Go to Bloomberg.com. That's, you know, Wall Street Journal. Like there's Yahoo Finance. Mm -hmm. Now, it's hard to figure out what's going on in the MBS market on Yahoo Finance. Right. It's hard to find out what's going on in the MBS market with Bloomberg um, and uh, Wall Street Journal. That's just a good place to go read on what's going on in the economy. How often or Barron's. Barron's is, is a good right. publication for what's going on in the economy. So that's why I spend the $79 or the $89 I spend. And I spend for MBS Highway. Before MBS Highway, I was using MBS Authority. I think MBS Authority it was um, a little bit cheaper. I think I paid like 400 bucks a year. Mm -hmm. And it was just as quality news, graphs, but they don't have all the tools that Barry and Megan and Jared and Dan mm -hmm. and the whole team over at MBS have. And I like using their tools. I like using their, their bid over ask. And I, I like yeah, using cool their rule of 72. They got like sliders and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yep. Interactive yep. tools, I would Correct. say. Correct, yeah. yep. In fact, when I look at their website and I think of TLOP online, I'm like, how do we incorporate some right. of what they're doing? But I know from interviewing Barry on this podcast, right. I think he shared with me that they, 
have like four, five, six developers. Proprietary information. They, they, they have right, developers. Right, right, right. You know, we, we have John Coleman and Dustin knowing. One day and occasionally we pay Dennis Miller to help us build a website. One, so how often are you checking these kind of monitoring to websites, tools? They, when I come to the office? Every day. It's, 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 yeah, it's on my dashboard. I have two monitors. One of the monitors for email and Encompass. Mm -hmm. The other monitor is where I have Facebook, LinkedIn, tloponline.com, right. our YouTube channel, right. MBS Highway. So it's every day, multiple times a day. It's it's always up. Mm. And, I, and I subscribe to, they do text alerts. And they'll, Barry left me a voicemail. And unfortunately it wasn't, hey, Dio, what's up? This is Barry, hope <laughs> right. you're doing well. Right. No, it was a pre-recorded voicemail, but he's like, hey, this is what's going on in the market. Nice. Yeah, there, there's very rarely does there a day go by that I don't listen to the update. Even, I haven't listened to today's update. So obviously... The update's in the morning, so it's kind of old news. I'll still listen to it. On my drive home, why can't I just plug it into my car and listen? I don't need to watch it. Mm -hmm. Right? Just, All right. just hit hit the play. And uh Rob Christman's a blog. It's a it's a an email blog. It's free that I subscribe to. And I'll fall behind on Christman's blog. That's all right. This morning when I was drinking my coffee, I I read three days worth. All right. Right, they're quick, easy reads, and a lot of them are advertisements anyhow within mm -hmm. his blog. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's just someone's posting a job ad. Yep. Oh, mm -hmm. that's someone trying to sell that yeah, sales boomerang, trying to sell me again, <laughs> right, or right, right. you know. But right. um, shout out to sales boomerang. I think they do a really good job. Um, like th that's someone that we should interview. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's th that is someone that I, I like what they're doing. Okay. I don't know enough about their product, but I really like what they're doing. Okay. So. All right, how many have we done? I think that's, we have like- That was two, three, right? Yeah. Have have some kind of a service to track what's going on in the economy, mm -hmm. to teach you how that correlates to, or how it impacts your clients, your realtors, your borrowers, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, make sure you know what's going on in the bond market, Yeah. right? Subscribe to a service, right? right? The one I do right now is MBS Highway. Uh, another one that I used to do was MBS Authority. And I love following Dan Rowich. Mm -hmm. And if Dan had a service, I'd probably pay for that. Right. I don't know if Dan even have, has a service. Maybe it's called Market Watch. I have no idea. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Next one was had to do with a coach. I think. Well, well, we mentioned Sales Boomerang. Right. Right. And we talked about Dan Rowich being a part of the mortgage coach community. There you go. And Sales Boomerang and the the software mortgage coach, they've just kind of collaborated. Okay. And they're starting to do a lot of things together. I think they may even like, if I read the article correctly they may have sold part of their company to the same parent company. Mm. And now collectively with the parent company's money and what sales boomerang does really well. And uh -oh. with what, what mortgage coach does amazingly, out. they're out to try to change the mortgage industry. One loan officer at a time, one borrower at a time. Okay. That's why I love Dave Savage. That's why he's still today is one of my favorite guests. Yeah. Still today. I, I thank Renee Rodriguez for encouraging me to have Dave on. Yeah. Um, and then Dave was just an absolute delight. Probably one of the nicest guys you'll ever Dave's meet. Awesome. He is an awesome dude. So nonetheless, I think I'm not getting paid for this. Not at all. Dave doesn't know I'm doing this. <laughs> no. Y'all should look hard into subscribing to Mortgage Coach and running your business to where every borrower you give advice to, you're also doing a Total cost analysis, a TCA. I believe that's what they call them. Okay. There's a whole community on Facebook. Um, Dave does a phenomenal job of getting like heavy hitters in the industry who are friends with Dave, who use his, his product mm -hmm. 
to run their business. These are mortgage millionaires. Right. You know, guys like Jeremy Forcier out of like, I think he's in Napa, California. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dave's constantly interviewing them. All Dave wants to do is make sure every LO is, is using Mortgage Coach. But he uses his clout and his connections in the industry. Mm-hmm. Denise Donahue, I have no idea who this lady is. She's the mortgage nerd. That's what I know. She's out of Texas. Mm-hmm. She does a shit ton. That's metric. A shit ton of business. Really? Yeah, she's a mortgage coach. What, in your opinion, makes Mortgage Coach stand out? What do you like specifically about Mortgage Coach? Would you say there's one thing? That- because it's not about rate. It's not about product. It's about what is the best financial instrument to help John Coleman buy this house and help John Coleman become wealthy over the next 5, 10, 15, or 20 years. That's what it's about. It's it's doing it the right way. Mm. You know, we talk about this on several episodes already, and I think the more I say it, the better I get. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants a mortgage. In fact, everyone that I know dreams of not having a mortgage, but I've never met someone who dreamt about being homeless. Well, I can't wait till I don't have a house right. besides my father. And then he bought a condo. Because what my father didn't want it was a lawn. Yes. He was sick and tired of a, of, of a lawn. Right. Um, yeah. So I love that. And, and Dave said it when he was on the show. Yeah. Dave's like, look, there's only X amount of financial advisors out there. And those financial advisors only want to help people who have already figured out how to make a lot of money and save a lot of money <laughs> mm-hmm. because they want people who have over $100,000 in assets, yeah. which few people do. But a lot of people want to buy a house. And for a lot of people, buying a home is their only way to generate substantial wealth. We as loan officers, if done properly, if we're if we educate ourselves and we provide ourselves with the proper tools and the proper training on how to use those tools, because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this about Mortgage Coach, it's not super easy to use. It takes some some aptitude mm. on your end as a user. You're not going to just subscribe, you can pay money get, and get you your password, it. and then be like, oh, look at this, ding, 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 ding. No, that's why there's a Facebook group. That's why there's a YouTube mm. channel. Like, yes, but it's like anything in life. Do it 50 times, you're better than when you did it 25. Mm-hmm. Do it 25 times, you're better than before you ever did it. Mm. It's not until you've done 100, 200, you've made some mistakes, clients have called you out, you've had to be asked to explain yourself and you couldn't. Because maybe you didn't understand the the numbers, but it made you feel so shitty inside. It'll never happen again. It'll never happen again. You're going to go figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I look at what some of the top producers, Andy Zeman in Virginia, he's about a $90 million producer, right? The mortgage nerd. I think she does like 200 units plus a year. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Forcier is a beast. And by the way, Jeremy's a beast. And he'll tell you this, not me. I don't know Jeremy that well. Um, I know he's friends with a lot of people that I'm friends with. Mm-hmm. I know he coaches through the core, and I know that he coaches right now one of my loan officers. Mm-hmm. But Jeremy can tell you stories about how he was a mess, how how he had the wrong ideas, how he took the wrong approach. But what Jeremy has done is spent the past 20 years being a student. Mm-hmm. And he's invested time and money. And if Jeremy, who is well learned it, mm-hmm. who has spent upwards of hundreds of thousands of dollars on his professional and personal development. If he uses mortgage coach, maybe you should. If the mortgage nerd out of Texas, if she's using it, maybe you should. If Andy Zeman up in Charlottesville, Virginia is using it, maybe you should. If Jasmine Crin Yetten, she's a $120 million producer of Atlanta, Georgia, works for Waterstone Mortgage. If she uses it, mm-hmm. you know, there's a common theme. 
So I'm putting Mortgage Coach on that list of five. Nice. I have one more. Okay. Do you I'm know excited. what it is? I am amped up. You are got you? me going, bro. Do I, do I, have I turned you into wanting to? Uh, I'm not going to get my NMLS, but I don't need one because I work I'm for not, a bank. I'm, I'm not getting <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't need I one. Look at that. Yeah. Number five, what you got? Um, I don't know. You told me how to come up with five, and then you said, don't worry about oh, yeah, a deal. I, I got your back. Oh, yeah, routine. You kind of rolled it into one. A routine. Yeah, well, let's, let's think about it. We, we talked about routine. Financial calculator. Financial mortgage calculator. Coach, mortgage coach. Monitor the bond market. Okay. Prospect follow-up system. We haven't talked about that one, and John. There it is. There it is. There she goes. There it is. Prospect follow-up system. Because here's the thing. Honestly, I'm going to let you all know a little secret. We had like nine. But John's right. like, nine doesn't work well. No, no, five is what five. people like. People like five, right. so we came up with five. Right. Yes. A prospect follow-up system. And I'm glad we, we left this one last. Okay. And here's why. I wholeheartedly believe you must have it. Whether it's Jungo, whether it's Usherpa, whether it's uh, Top of Mind Network, whether it's um, Big Purple Dot. I don't care. Right? I use Jungo. I originally used ACT. For the longest time, we used Surefire through Top of Mind, right? Like, th there's plenty of good CRMs out there. Mm -hmm. They all do, for the most part, the same stuff. But we, we left it last because I firmly believe until you figure out how to go out and, and procure or generate 20 leads a month, you don't really have to have a CRM. Until you have hundreds of realtors, in your database, people you physically have gone out there and met with, mm -hmm. you've gotten belly to belly and face to face. Maybe you broke some bread, you had some wine, you mm -hmm. shared a beer. You don't need a CRM to keep you organized. But ultimately a CRM is what you're gonna to use to make sure you stay organized. You worked so hard to get a lead, why would you ever let that lead just fizzle? Because you and your system weren't doing what you had to do to stay in front of them. Mm -hmm. You worked so hard to win that client, close their loan on time, get them to love you, why would you not stay in front of them so that they're gonna come back to you in five to seven years when they need another another loan? Mm -hmm. Or hell, if it's 2022 and you did a loan for them, mm -hmm. you're gonna be doing another loan for them in 2023 mm -hmm. when rates drop down to 4%, right? right? Or down to three and a half percent. A CRM is gonna help you keep all of that organized, especially when all of a sudden you're up to 100, 200, 300 past clients. You're getting 30, 40 new leads a month. Mm -hmm. And you've been doing so now for 36 or 60 months in a row. Mm -hmm. You have to have a system mm -hmm. that you log into daily. Watch your mouth. That you're using to keep you organized. Right. That's gonna remind you, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday today. Hey, you haven't talked to so-and-so in a month. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, it's so-and-so's anniversary of, their, of when they did a home right. loan with you. If there's a raw number, just generalized, that you can get to, like I have X amount of clients or people circle influence before I start a CM, what would you say that number is to be? Like I have 100, 150 before I'm ready to- Yeah, like ready. If you have 100 prospects, right? And a prospect is someone who's reached out to you recently, recently could be the past six, nine months, mm -hmm. inquiring about a home loan. And you have 50 realtors that you have sat down, met with, and you have another 25 that you're targeting mm -hmm. and you're trying to get them to meet with you. At that point, you, you, you gotta do this. You gotta get on a CRM. Mm -hmm. And like all of our rookie LOs, we start them on a CRM right away. Mm -hmm. But where I start to 
get a little sideways and cranky is when they start putting their CRM training First. above mm. their lead generation activities. Yeah. I'm like, uh-uh, homegirl, no. Like, I promise you, because I did this for my first three years of my career, my CRM was a spiral notepad. And it was a blue Bic pen. And I can write notes and I can use a highlighter and I can carry that thing with me in my backpack mm -hmm. with my HP 12C and my laptop and take it with me. I know who the referral was. Was it a purchase or a refi? Who they who referred them to me? Phone number. Mm -hmm. I know email address and I have notes. And when I ran out of one spiral notepad, then I just went and bought another one. All right. Shout out me and spiral notebooks. Yep. And then I could get a nice Sharpie marker. And on the front of that spiral notepad, I put the dates that those leads were referred in by. January 2022 through May 2022. Hmm. When it came to prospect follow-up, I've taught this, I think, on the podcast at least once, the 31-day prospect follow-up system. Yeah, yeah. All I needed for that was 31 plus 12 is 33. Mm -hmm. No, 43. I needed 43 green hanging folders. And the manila. I need about 100 manila folders. Mm -hmm. And from that, I can follow up with my TBDs incessantly. The way that Jeremy Forcier taught it on a main stage at Todd Duncan's event 10 years ago, mm -hmm. he said, I work prospects until they buy or die. And by die, sometimes that means they told me to quit calling. Right. Sometimes it means they actually died. Passed away. That has happened before. Yeah. It's actually kind of sad. Follow up. There we go, John. That was great. I hope that was good. That wasn't as great as the last episode. Right? This one. You will never. You were just like my the, the, father. The, I could crush it. I get first place. And like, you still drop the ball. I'm like, Dad, we won the championship. But you still didn't do enough. All right. Ready? I have a challenge for you, John Please Coleman. Please don't give it to me because I will not accept. But go ahead. I'm excited. Okay. That was the same exact thing Lane Frost's father did to him bro who the hell is lane frost look it up watch the movie if you don't cry at the end of that movie you don't have a soul okay look it up what a, okay that's a challenge and, and and lastly just know this spoiler alert it crushed his father when he realized he never told him he loved him what a way to end the episode, Dio. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Nolan. You have just tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast. That's all the time we have for you today, but we will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Dustin.